0: dash astrology.com where you can go to find more episodes, find out more about my work and sign up for my email list. You could also go to patreon.com forward slash beautiful astrology podcast to find out more about supporting the show for as little as $1 a month. And it helps so much. (laughs) And it means I can keep bringing you the show. So today I'm speaking with Elizabeth Russell who has created a magnificent journal, or is it an almanac, or what is it really? Is it a whole world? You'll have to listen to the conversation to find out more about it, but what I can tell you now is I hope you decide to get one. If you're the kind of person, if it's a right fit for you, I I can't recommend it enough. If you're interested, just go for it. Check it out. So without further ado, here's my talk with Elizabeth Russell.
1: So hi, Elizabeth. (laughs) Hi, Melanie. Aw, Ms. Magic. I'm happy to have you on the show. I'm really grateful and excited. I love talking to you. So we're here to talk about dream fruit, which is kind of like a whole
0: world. And of course, we'll introduce you a little bit. Some people might know you already, some of my listeners, because you've been here before. And I have a lot of Portland people who maybe got to meet you at the um, January panel. You were one of the panelists, along with myself, talking about the year ahead here. And you've done like a really interesting deep dive into the energies of this year including astrology and other stuff. Um, Okay so we want to talk dream fruit but let's introduce you a little bit first so people know who
1: you are. Who are you? (laughs) (laughs) We'll start with the existential questions. (laughs) Who am I? Why am I here? Um, Yeah okay so who am I? I don't know. But one time there was a there was a beautiful studio in Portland, Oregon, that I was um, honored to curate and host uh, called bee space And so there's that. But mostly I live in a treehouse in Eugene, Oregon, and have been practicing listening to the trees and um, and finding ways to be the witch that I am and using astrology as one of my languages. And, um, I, I don't know, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> All the lovely magic things. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, am sorry to say, I truly do not know how to introduce myself, but I am a Virgo and I have a whole stellium in Sag and, um, and then I'm getting really comfortable with the, um, the, very close uh companionship of uranus and pluto next to my son so mm-hmm. there's that too my bodyguards <laughs> <The> escort.
0: <laughs> my escorts. Um, powerful escorts yeah right and i heard you say that astrology is one of your languages and i'm curious if you're willing to develop the idea around what are some of your other languages
1: well, I think that, I mean, there's there's certainly just like the tools that we all have access to. I call them birthright tools, but like the language of dreams, the language of, you know, tarot and uh, symbol archetypes as they show up through all the different tools that we use sort of in our modern society with our all of our alternative games that we play with how we understand and perceive the world. Um, but also I feel like you know, there's just so many layers of information that we are having, you know, the opportunity to to tap into and learn more about. And so I suppose the underlying language that I aspire to speak is the language of the dreaming earth. So, yeah. Yeah. And
0: And that is really what what dream fruit comes forth out of that would you say that so?
1: I think that's exactly right that and I don't think I knew that when I was writing it um probably halfway through or or something like that I, it finally dawned on me that I was <laughs> that's what what I was up to yeah um yeah creating dream fruit was its own little project for sure but um at first, I didn't know that I was tapping into the dream. I'd been working the language of imagination and uh, poetry and image um, for sure, and so those were access points. Um, but the as I kept writing and was kind of collecting all of the different um, well images or insights into like into the basket for each. Month or for the whole year, um, it just seemed it seemed pretty evident that the only real language that could capture the the energy of each month for sure, but just the how else do you get all of the information that's coming through, like into these sort of linear word things that we capture and pin down on a page and you know and the language of dreams just had to be the way I couldn't see another way. So
0: let's talk uh, let's dive right into kind of so dream fruit we keep saying this word and I think some people might not know what we're talking about and I would like to just as myself point out that it's actually kind of like a world um and You were saying this language of dreams kind of allowed you to take uh, all of the wisdom that you were gathering and and, um, put it out in a form that is accessible and digestible for people. And I have told you this, but I'll say it out loud again, that I really like, what I like about the work that you do is that it's um, metabolized ready so like i i know that you're you're very caring in the way that you gather all of the information and um it's not like just like this neat idea you had right now and you're like blabbing it on twitter or something you know it's like digest like this has it's it's come through and you've sat with it and worked with it and seen how everything kind of fits together and then put it all together in a way that people can understand and then given it to them so that's what I think is beautiful about dream fruit so thank you um, but also it might be fun to kind of outline for people what are some of the different ways that the dream is coming through in dream fruit that is that more kind of accessible language pin <laughs> type of way so people can kind of start to conceptualize what dream fruit is because it is an almanac or like a journal or a calendar kind of but it, but the way you've designed it, it's so much more. So I'd love to hear the parts.
1: I w- yeah, I know, and I, I just, it's this ongoing thing. I of, and maybe this is the Uranus Sun conjunctus. How do you talk about what you, what? How do I talk about my mutt? But um, so I feel like what I was wanting to do for sure was create a world and I'm so happy to hear that that comes across. Uh, I I feel like if we could create or enter together some common landscape that would help us sort of recast and reconceive some of the things that we're experiencing now. I mean, this is the gift of the imagination is that we can do that. We can kind of see the same thing in a whole new way and so that was part of my hope with dream fruit is that we would be able to enter oh the landscape of time Mm -hmm. um, and understand it to be terrain and not just a concept or an abstraction and so I really wanted to be have it be something that folks could really engage on a personal level so there are maybe this is kind of to your question, you know, I, I wanted there to be prompts that felt, you know, like whether they're just these seed questions or just invitations to consider your daily experience uh, in light of or informed by the energies that are going on. Um, but I, and also just this integrative process kind of to what you're saying also about the metabolism how to take what we're seeing with our eyes in the world, right? Going on the context that we find ourselves in the burning forests, the lost species, the, you know, I mean, not just the, not just the, the really horrible <laughs> results of business as usual and industrial growth society. But the, this also what we see with our eyes when we see people tending and mending and caring. But how to you fold that in with the Sabian symbols for the degrees of each new moon for the year or the overarching astrological themes for for the year or the seasonal uh, cycles and what we know is happening around us at any given time. So how to bring all that together so that we can, you know, when you open the almanac and look at this new moon, you get the dream, but you also get, you know, like this, the dream is actually a little vignette, a tiny story, uh, just to be really clear when I say the dream. Um, so there is a tiny little story for each new moon that folds a lot of these pieces in, and I and so there's that which taps that imaginal realm and it taps that part of the psyche that that can enter into the, the terrain of now, but with a different layer of <clears throat> a different layer of understanding, a different access, um, a different kind of intelligence, so that we can, I think imagine our own choices um, with a fresh mind. Um, But in addition to the dream, then, there's also these, you know, slightly more practical or like more applicable prompts that are, you know, simple questions like what records need to be reviewed? What is it to revisit the archives? um, Like those kinds of things that maybe are more personal. And then to actually have the calendar itself that, following the lunar cycles, and so just really looking for ways to integrate, 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 so that we're not, I needed it, that's why it exists, as a, as an interactive, right, isn't that how it is for any of us, like what we make, we, we create what we most need to see,
0: yeah, which is, you know, divine, really, I mean, it makes a lot of sense, and I've heard that so many times from people, they were like, I made this for myself, but it's such, it's such a gift, like the gift you give yourself is, lo- lots of other people need it too, you know. Mm-hmm. I want to yeah. share the, um, the subtitle of the book of Dream Fruit, the Dream Fruit Almanac. It says, An Interactive Almanac for Radical Belonging, which is so nice. And I know a lot of people are feeling that and needing that. Um, and then the other thing I wanted, I w- maybe we can come back around to that topic mm-hmm. if it comes up. But I'll I love that. I just wanted to echo back. Um, You said different kinds of intelligences. So that's a beautiful nugget to just kind of shine a light on because there's, it's very true, there's different kinds of intelligence. There's not just the one. Um, And also, I would love for you to read one of the dreams. I was thinking maybe we could do. The dream for this moon we're, we're recording on the basically the new moon for in Taurus but I'm gonna let you choose because you might have a different you know all the dreams
1: I, I actually would I would love to read a dream and the the one that I would like most to read is um, the dream from now I'm having to choose but that either either the You could read, too. Oh, thanks. (laughs) It's the dream from the reciprocity moon, which was the third new moon of this solar cycle. Um, And uh, in the dream of the reciprocity moon, we arrived at the marketplace with all of its colors, scents and sounds, humanity's rich ingenuity on display. In the old economy, we could not have found the things we needed for the time ahead. Nor could we have realized the great extent of our own inherent gifts. We strengthened one another through our generosity and our gratitude. We freed ourselves to exist and exchange outside the parameters of convention. We discovered a realm of utter permission to be who we were and give what we had. And from the vendor with the kind eyes did we find the glittering gift. And did we value it beyond measure? And was it the boon we required for the task ahead? Yes, give a song and trade. And each moon has an exhortation as well. Gather provisions for the journey ahead. And I will just read the Metanoia, uh, which was the next moon, um, the the fourth new moon. in our solar cycle in the dream of the metanoia moon. Some of our loved ones had grown distant, preoccupied with bad news and divisive beliefs. Then suddenly the villain became a grateful ally. We had been pushing against something rather than brewing its antidote. We stopped trying our old methods and let go of the fantasy that the old paradigm would provide the solution to the very problems it had created. It took a surprisingly small amount A concentrated dose. A single drop of love, for example, or a butterfly's wing. Small but absolute was the key. And did a heavy mist lift as we approached? And were the birds secretly leading the way? Yes, dissolve the illusion. Take up a vision instead. And the exhortation is find the hidden key. And for me, these... Part of what I want to mention is just that I would that they were all written in past tense. Um, and that was a really important decision about how we relate to our time. And I wanted to create something that really, again, just really helped us imagine ourselves um, uh, in a really fresh way in the terrain of now. So what if the dream is from the future? Is it our own dreaming, you know backwards so that we're remembering our own time of now is it future beings um telling us you know how you know our future selves okay perhaps this is my active theory but i don't i'm still not sure but maybe it's our future selves telling us how we how we navigated the time but it, either way, the bending of time for the dreams felt really important to me. Really just letting it be past tense. I could, it felt like I could imagine a path forward or, or through with that past tense rather than having it be right on top of me in my head.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, so there's something about that. Um, what, what you're kind of touching on, I think, is like a difference between linear time and circular time um and and i'm i'm going to share a little something about circular time it's interesting you just read so you read so you we're having a, actually like some divination right now i don't know if you knew but that's what's happening because you're <laughs> the reciprocity moon and that is that is when coronavirus started basically like i in in the u.s like
1: um, the u.s yeah.
0: Yeah, my dad was in the hospital, and people were not shaking hands and things like that. Like that was, uh, that was the questions. What do you bring to market and stuff? And then, um, and then the next, the next moon you met, you read was um, the one uh, actually in which my
1: dad left. Um, or no, that's this one. So no, that would be right. My dad was
0: sick from coronavirus, and he passed away just in the last moon. Um, and he's the ally that I've drawn in for, um, for this month. So just so everyone knows, there's an invitation for each new moon cycle to, to discover an ally. And um, I actually put my dad for, for, the, for the Metanoia moon. But um, the reason I'm bringing this up is actually because of the circular time thing. Because, um, so he passed on a certain day, right? But, but there were like ripples, like in a circle out from that day on both sides. So I got messages from him from, on like days before. And then even if you take a really broader view, I, m- I might've gotten messages as, as much as like a year um, or more out that, that were like ripples through spirit. The other messages were through someone, a friend's um, loved one who passed. There was these weird tie-ins about my dad and me and messaging. And it's kind of like weird, but anyway, so I was just ta- talking to my son yesterday about time. And we were, I was drawing, like, there's this line of time that's linear, that's going forward that we're marching along, you know, and can't ever go back. And etc etc but then there's this circle kind of time and I don't know if you've ever seen the movie um Arrival yes yeah oh yeah that's yeah so that's like this circle of time also is that a little bit but anyway so there's like this so that's what it feels like to me that you're talking about is there's a real it's not you're not just like making imagining you're not just imagining it and making it like it's a real thing (laughs) but on the other side time time moves differently it's almost like there's no time but I think there is time this is just my own thing from my own experience and um but there's definitely like ripples so what it feels like to me is like and I've heard you describe it kind of like this like that you're getting kind of like um messages and at that minute this where i now i'm on a tangent but i'm just going to say this out loud because it's a fun one when we were at the um the market for the reciprocity moon it was a mercury retrograde and i remember collecting like repeat messages that we were getting over we were at the tarot symposium and we had a booth but um often when i'm at conferences or gatherings like that I'll keep track of repeat messages and and it occurred to me that maybe though because of the retrograde not only do you get messages from the past but maybe we're getting messages from the future and so I'm just loving this I'm in personally in this like whoa like time meld kind of situation so I love that the work you're bringing is um made of that <laughs> and like facilitates it so um and another thing with time circles that I want to bring up with your work is that we've so far been talking about the almanac right and it has these different parts um like the dream and the exhortation and i've i've just spoken about allies so there's an invitation to make your own ally but there's also offered allies. and so you've made a deck this is just so delightful this deck with three suits of allies questions and exhortations that goes with the year And that is going to obviously still be of use, like, next year or whatever. Like, this is how the time is a circle and cycles happen and the truth our soul learns this year will still teach us next year, you know. Um, So I'm just delighted about the cards and would love for you to talk a little bit about, like, their evolution and where they came from. And also this idea of exhortation, if you could just explain that a little bit for people.
1: I love it. I, it's like everything. The, so the time thing is so important. And that is why the cards exist, is because I mean we're and I mean astrology knows this, right? And and planners don't know this. <laughs> right. They don't know how to know it. It's like paper on, you know, like or what I mean is ink on paper has a really hard time knowing right? How do we set things free from, from the the illusion, right? Of this linearity, right? And so that was why the cards had to exist for me. And I put in every almanac, I actually put cards in the back so that people could cut them out. Um, it's not the deck, but it's just some of these seed questions, because I feel like they're super active all year or all. They're always active, but, and this is what Caroline Casey says that we love her for. There, there are things that are true and they are, there are times that they are truer. And so, right. These are things. And I think it's because of that, if we, that, like what you were saying about ripples, that kind of concentric circles, right? The epicenter is maybe the conjunction or the, whatever that, you know, the astrological hotspot that we're maybe living in, but, you know, so there are times that they're truer. But then they interact and overlap with the other ones, right? And so we get this, this is the music that we get when we start striking these chords and these tones of all of the different conjunctions and aspects. I keep saying conjunctions because that's easiest because I can see it like it's kind of hitting, of, you know, striking a bell. But um, yeah, so that's why the cards, I just really wanted to lift them, lift these themes and let them kind of live and breathe more, and and be in play because that's the truth, I, that's like the experiential, ex, like reality of how time actually is. It's like these themes and these energies and these allies are in play, and the exhortations are actually really delightful for me. I I, I got all these exhortations, and so these are things like, so, and I, I the way I see it is I don't know who who this is, but it's sort of like this time traveling fairy godmother who like shows up and she just says, she just lays it down. She's just like, here it is. You know, you need to pass through the eye of the needle. You need to find the hidden key. You need to gather provisions, um, raise up a lament, whatever she's up to. She just knows that that sweet voice is, and maybe it's an ancestor, maybe it's a, a, a future one, maybe it's my own, you know, brightest nature, I don't know, but, but to me, it's like transcending the time and space thing, and just kind of coming, cutting right through with, you know, and kind of patting my hand a little bit, <laughs> but coming right through and just saying, now dear, <laughs> do this go do this, you know, and so there's something about just having that come through in a voice that's actually very generous and loving. Um, but, uh, but not always, um, you know, not, not so simplistic that it's just like, hey, have a nice day. <laughs> right? The exhortation actually um, feeds into something in my heart that feels like, oh, it's like wind, be- wind um, at my back. And I think that's what exhortations really want to be. That's cool. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, and then can you just kind of, like, define exhortation or?
1: It's a, yeah. It's I, an
0: interesting word. I really love it as a as the way it's being used here. And um, it's very, it's pretty unusual. So if you can, like.
1: Well, I, and I don't know if there's another word. I keep, I keep going back to it because I'm, I, I don't know if there's a, a, an alternative to really capture this sense of it's encouragement, right? We exhort you to, you know, do or, or have this energy, right? But it's an encouragement that, um, that pushes you, pushes you to, to, to spirited action, um, is the, is the best I can do for what, what it really means to me and in this, context for sure in the way that I'm using it Um, and the actually the exhortation for this uh, we're in the alchemy new moon but um, is exhort your companions right but how do we how do we how do we be that wind at each other's backs Um, how do we inspire and encourage one another towards spirited action um And, you know, especially now, I, I, I I just living inside the hashtag now more than ever kind of, (laughs) but, um, for like four years now, but, (laughs) but, uh, but when, when, yeah, when things are, you know, when times are dire, right? It's our, it's, This is our, our dire situation that we live within and it is sort of this long emergency and I'm just using phrases that other writers have used, but, um, but they're very useful ones. But uh, these are the times when we need to exhort one another um, and allow that. And then, yeah, that's what I have to say about, about all that, that sweet spirited action that's possible when we feel we're not alone.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I love how you brought your own allies and also invited people to find their own allies Um, and as a as a person who's working through working with Fruit Almanac um, part of me is like whoa an ally every month like isn't that so much like isn't that so many allies it feels like almost so much but also like one ally for the year um maybe wouldn't do it. And you have this great um illustration. Did Dan make it? The circle with or did you make it? Um,
1: let's see. Well Dan did the wheel of the year, the seasonal progression. And then are you talking about the mandala yeah, um of okay. belonging? Yeah. 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 That's um I that's from from me.
0: uh uh-huh. And it's so just so everyone knows there's each month there's like a little circle um an offered ally that elizabeth has found for us and then there's also like i said where i put my dad the invitation to find your own ally but then there's this whole year-long mandala where there's like an over a year of ally and then all 13 moons have their own little ally so you end up with this like Crazy council of friends. That's like so. For me, I don't know why. For me, it just feels like it's partly like a little intense. It's like so much help, which <laughs> 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 is great, of course. But also, um, just so fun and rich. Like to find out who's going to be the ally. Like I can see mine. I've had an otter. I put my own cats. I put my son. I put a flower. I put my dad. I put a little bird. You know, like there's just so much so many friends. And so I just want to, and I know that you have a rich um, host of allies in your daily life and in your home and things. So if you could just talk about allies and how you kind of see them uh, working with us and why one for every month and why you offered one and invited people to bring their own and all of that.
1: Yeah, I think that's such a, it's a, I'm glad you, you brought that forward because one of the things about the subtitle for Dream Fruit, is I've, I've been wanting, I've been playing with, it is an interactive almanac for radical belonging, but I've been thinking, oh, maybe the subtitle is actually just an animist, uh, an almanac for animists. Yeah. And, I, and the reason I say it is because the allies to me are all about, you know, tapping this animistic um, sensibility. And, and so really when we enter that sensibility, we can we can notice that the whole of our daily encounters are um, are alive and present and conscious and intelligent and uh, co-arising with us um, in creating the day, <laughs> you know, and um, so it's just, and, and maybe this, this is the opportunity is to become quite simple in our perception of that. And, and I mean, the whole, um, no, back in the day when I was, you know, doing my witch 101, a long time ago, the, the whole question about allies. I mean, yes, there are these, you know, deep abiding presences in each of our lives that are just fundamental and they might you know they might sit at the gates of our of the four directions and they might sit at the you know heart of the matter for a particular you know issue in our lives or they might just fly and ride and be with us you know throughout our days and and there are also these sweet ones that are just like little helpers who just want to like kind of show up in the moment and, and be seen and, be, and, and be, be a witness to you or me, you know. And so there's this, this very light touch that becomes available when an animistic lens comes on line. There's the possibility that any little thing can be smiling and beaming back. And willing to co-create and co-arise. And so that's what I feel with the allies. And I and also, and this is really like with just this conversation about animism, is to consider, you know, what is, and this is why the allies that I've offered into the book are, I think they're just kind of a little bit weird, a little whimsical, you know, like <laughs> and uh, and in part because of this, you know, anything might be there for us. Like when you, when you look like I'm in the way that even these allies now, I'm digressing, but the way that these, each of them kind of presented for the book is, was its own delightful process of, you know, going into deep listening in my home, having taken a, uh, a big map of the year, you know, and these lunar cycles that we're looking at and really taking those themes into my heart and mind. And then just going through and asking asking my home, just generally, who would like to overlight these moons for, for this year ahead, right? And, you know, gathering all of these sweet ones who just light up they just say, me, 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 you know, or, and then just gathering them in and asking, okay, well, here's the alchemy moon, who would like to be an ally for that moon, who would like to overlight that for all of us, and then, boom, 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 oh, look, it's the virgin and the unicorn, right, (laughs) (laughs) or who would like to overlight the moon of repatterning, you know, the Sixth moon of the cycle, boom, boom, boom. This tiny little astronaut figure is like me, me. So super cute, but it's not unlike when you, we've talked about this in other conversations, but it's not unlike when you go to the grocery store and you stand in the produce section and you look and you assess where is the life force here, right? And suddenly the apples, right? light up and are just fill and then that particular apple is just smiling back at you right and it's it's not unlike this and it can be this very daily thing of just like how life resonates with itself and shows its shows its face you know at those moments mm-hmm. so that's kind of where it's at for me with the allyship and oh what i wanted to say too about animism is to to consider that it it is anything that does kind of light itself up in that moment when we're able and available to witness that, right, and to co-arise with it and to dance with it. This can be words, numbers, very abstract things, simple shapes, the triangle, the square. You know, um, last month, actually, the Sabian symbol for the last, the metanoia moon was a was a triangle with wings was the symbol and that can't you know so all of the ways that and so for me this uh the mandala of the year that you were talking about um at the center the overlighting um ally for my year is is a word and i know that that's a game that a lot of people play and it's something that we do with every um that steph shea and i do with the uh, uh create your new year workshops that we do at the beginning of each year is we look for a word for the year um, and really letting language and letters and, you know, numbers and shapes and, and fruit and <laughs> vegetables and trees and, you know, and then the little random <clears throat> toys that we collect in our life, <laughs> letting them be a part, a part of our, um, a part of our team Letting them be on our team, imagining that the world is actually rooting for us. So that's the ally game.
0: I love it.
1: Yeah, it's funny too, (laughs) because I know I kind of expressed
0: like overwhelm, but it's true that on any given day, there's like, you know, a (laughs) hundred (laughs) allies. Totally. Like from like every, an ally every hour. No.
1: (laughs) Today is brought to you by Strawberry. So good.
0: Um, thank you for going through that. That was really, really great. Can you talk a little bit more about um how you're bringing in the astrology and also you've kind of referenced the Sabian symbols, but can you just kind of like outline that how they play in, just so people know? Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I'm really excited to talk to you actually about this because it's this ongoing interest that I have and uh, that I think you do too is like how do we how do we cast astrology in a light that allows people to really live it and be with it and crunch it, you know, and chew on it. And um and you do that so beautifully in all of your, you know, your drawings and just the way that you hold conversations like this. Anyway, so um so the astrology piece for sure is really interesting. So the Sabian symbols, this links pretty quickly, to, in my mind, to the conversation about animism and allies. Um, if, if the, so the Sabian symbols are um, one system of uh, attaching symbols and imagery to each degree of the zodiac, or actually to each degree of a circle. Um, and so they, and they, but they do go through the different signs. So we might be looking, for example, at four degrees Taurus, um, which is what we are having right now. And miraculously, not miraculously, not surprisingly, I actually cannot remember what the Sabian symbol is for this one, but um, but there but there are more than just the one symbol system. There are multiple symbol systems um, that have arisen um, over, over the course of time. And each of them, I believe, is arrived at in kind of a similar way of listening to what I would call the overliding diva of that degree, right? That particular um, intelligence that resides at that degree, that is the gatekeeper of that point in the circle. And, uh, so there, so, and so the image actually is a very living thing. The symbol is a very living thing. And I felt that when I was, so what I did, the actual process of creating the, the dreams from the future for Dream Fruit for the Almanac was that I, I found, I went through and I tagged the different degrees for each particular new moon of the solar cycle. And then I looked up the Sabian symbol for each of those new moons and then I sat under the fig tree and dreamt deep into into time and, you know, whatever, and and came back with these stories um, or with these dreams. But what really got me right away, and this is where I get super excited about the whole game, is after I, I read, I, I, after I recorded and kind of keyed and indexed all of those different symbols, when I sat down under the fig tree, I read each one of them in order. And I saw, I mean, I literally just went huh? like that, like just like, huh? I couldn't believe it when I finished reading them all. I was just stunned at the intelligence, this this underlying story that's always there. I mean, there was such a clear unfolding narrative from moon to moon to moon for this year. And I'm imagining that this has always been there and I just never looked. And so I just, and then, then it gave me the space I needed to dive deeper into that narrative and to do the integrative process that we were talking about earlier and fold it into what we know about now and to really let the, um, yeah, the, the divas of those degrees, like, really um, speak in a more immediate way to us about this time and the context of now, and then allowing some of these other layers of whatever insight or information to kind of get folded in as well. But But that's the thing about the symbols, and I have decided that I kind of can't get enough of them, so I'm kind of hooked, and... It's just going to be, I'm just going to keep that relationship going and, and see what they had to say for, for 2021
0: and on. Oh, good. So we'll just so everyone hears that we'll have dream fruit access from (laughs) now until a time and undetermined. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe so. (laughs) Excellent. Uh, So it's, so we're, what month are we in? We're in April. So we've had already a few moons. Mm-hmm. But what what would you say to someone who is, you know, kind of interested in in dream fruit? Uh, but they're like, well, I already have a calendar or whatever.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I saw the funniest thing. Okay, I love Passion Planner, right? I don't know if it, everybody else is probably, I don't know, as much of a planner geek as I am, but um, but I know you and I Virgo to Virgo, like we know Passion Planner. I love my passion planner. I stopped using it this year for obvious reasons, but Um, so I, but it's a really great planner. And, um, and so I'm on their Instagram and somebody posted on their thing the other day, like, why the F did I buy a planner for 2020, (laughs) which was just hilarious (laughs) to me. (laughs) And I, and I saw that and I was like, yeah, I hear you. And I feel you. That is real. Like, I, I'm so glad that I'm not trying to create my days in this, um, in that way right in that sort of like oh here's time here like we were talking about a second ago like this is the this is the way it's going to be i'm going to plan my work my work my plan on the on the thing um on the grid right yeah. and so i would say actually to anybody who's thinking why would i want a planner for 2020 when it's april um i would say you want dream fruit more hashtag now more than ever i'm starting to say it's just we we are given an opportunity right now to re-envision time. Finally, at last, what were we thinking that time was just going to be these series of squares, no matter how pretty we make them? <laughs> Sorry, hashtag planner community, yeah. but <laughs> <laughs> right? Time isn't going to do that. It actually never has. And so this is the time when this is this is our opportunity to let dream space emerge in our days and to let the, the the nonlinear cycles of the moon be our guide and to let this narrative that's underlying everything anyway all the time actually be how we how we inform ourselves and how we take the next step and how we see and navigate the path forward. I just see, I'm so grateful when I saw that little moment, that little, that little meme. And I, and I just, I just felt it just like the, in my planner bones. It just hit me so deep. And then I, and then I realized exactly what had happened for me was that I jumped the plannership just in time to get onto the, the moon game. And I don't think I will ever go back. I don't know why I would. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what I would say. But also, um, just to have, I mean, because, and this is just speaking to the value of the of the printed, you know, the limited edition printed one, which I do have, like, I think 20 copies left, um, is to really have a place to dig in, I mean, even if you only did it for the remaining half of the year, to have a place that you can feel held, that's what I feel. I feel held by dream fruit. I feel like I can enter it and it is real and um, magic and carries this room for my own creative journey. And I can, let the dream, well, this is the thing about the name of dream fruit, right? Let the dream inform what comes to fruition. And this is how the whole thing plays. And I believe this is probably how time always ha- could be for us. That's that's what I have to say about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, you're not alone because this is the same type of reporting I've heard on the calls, which we should definitely mention <laughs> that there are monthly new moon online gatherings that are recorded. And can you talk a little bit about what happens at the, the new moon cafe?
1: Oh, yes. I do still call it that, <laughs> although I never know what I'm doing until I'm doing it. So,
0: <laughs> That's a, so I am I, an NF
1: that's an infp thing that's like explore you don't know until you're ah oh, i was starting to think it was the uranus sun conjunct thing and that i was doomed well oh, either way i'm guessing it's <laughs> <a good job>. <laughs> <laughs> well it's like how do you how do you ever tell anybody what you're up to until it's sure. happening <laughs> and um but yeah so new moon cafe i i I just needed a place to gather with people and with my, with my people. But yeah, we, we, it's offered on a pay what you will. And we've been doing it for, somebody said the other day, like, oh, and these gatherings that we've been doing for the last two and a half years. And I, (laughs) it feels like a long time. And I think it's because we're going into deep time together each, Mm -hmm. each session, but it's actually just been since I think February of last of 2019 Mm -hmm. that we've been gathering, but Uh, Yeah, anybody's welcome. And we, um, it's just a time to, I just try to give us something that kind of breaks through the surface uh, and can give us perhaps a, a resource for the month ahead. And I love them. I love hearing and seeing everybody's faces and just knowing what we're up to. And, and But we do tap into the themes um, as they appear in Dream Fruit. And we usually have some kind of creative prompt where we're doing some writing or drawing, um, kind of trying, not trying, but tapping kind of behind the rational mind a little bit. And it it feels like, you know, a, a, a spell, you know, that we, are, um, that we do every month. And I mean, just on a personal level, I have to say, it gives me so much um, pleasure. And I just feel this deep gratitude for the space to really tap in and see what's there and let it come through. And I mean, we know how gratifying that can be. Um, This is magic, this is the co-creative world that exists when when we're available to meet it. But I'm pretty much surprised and delighted each time that I have this kind of honor of bringing through something like the, yeah, we were, what were we doing last month? And it's often very, I should say, both Dream Fruit, The Almanac, and the New Moon Cafe's, not always but often, um, are heavily informed by Joanna Macy's work that reconnects. Uh, and so, which is just a, a body of work that's profound and delicious and and so incredibly crucial right now at this point when our world is changing. Just moving from the old story into the new story but alive inside this great unknown and how we are with that but for example at the last newman cafe one of the things that we did was the uh, was we gathered we we entered deep time together and we gathered the gifts of our ancestors and and then we we asked that question where is where is ours to stand where is yours to stand at this time not seeking to know what is mine to do, but where is mine to stand? Um, So it's those kinds of things that arise in the New Moon Cafe and um, it's beautiful and rich and delicious.
0: Yeah, and in community. So it's it's great that there's this web that is woven through everyone who's dipping into the dream fruit terrain and bringing back their stories and their um, you know, intimacies with flowers, or or whatever people are bringing, in. it's like every person then becomes a voice for the living world, and for the kind of inner dream world that, that some of us have, most of us, or many, anyway, some of us definitely have. <laughs> but, um, and just that, too, is a whole other kind of magic that, because there's, Because you basically, I like you know, there's you've made a world and it has like a language, and then the more people tap into it, the more we can like connect with each other. And I heard people on the call a few times ago say that, and this is really like I might get teary reminding you of this. (laughs) Excuse me, because I they somebody on the call was saying how like this was their language that they didn't have before that they they were missing you know like now and now and then now there's all these other people like if you've ever been somewhere where you can't where you're not a native speaker uh it's it's a challenge (laughs) you know and when you it's like being an astrologer anytime you get around another astrologer like (laughs) (laughs) and there's just so much you can just pat like go through so much more meaning so quickly because there's all these keys like all the symbols you just get like a whole world with each word, and that's kind of like what happens, I think on the, on some of the calls at least, um, for people and, and inside of them, for their own experience, like these, just these cues and how um, people are saying it like gives them it's a container. Mm-hmm. It's like a container where they can hold all of this together and they can keep coming back and being like, "Oh yeah, my ally, right? What are they telling me this?" this week or whatever mm. this part of the moon phase um which is another thing we can point out just in how the time is broken up
1: there's just um yeah i mean that's to me kind of speaks to the conversation about radical belonging and what it is when we yeah when we are met and witnessed and when we can give that gift to each other of witnessing but also, yeah, about a common, like some common ground. And the, the other layer of radical belonging is beyond the human, right? But really remembering and foregro- putting in the foreground our ecological selves, knowing that even as culture feels like it's fragmenting or diverging, we actually do share something that's underneath all of it, just a fundamental radical belongingness. We are earthlings. We are alive (laughs) within the body of earth. We are so blessed to be that. And we are never apart. We are never separate from that. And how how do we dissolve the illusion of separation, right? And take up the vision of, you know, radical interconnectivity. And this is the belongingness um, that that is available to us that's possible uh, when we we refresh our perception. (laughs) And when we give ourselves some language and some gifts of like common, you know, like, oh, right, we could perhaps agree, like there are four assumptions that I lay out at the very beginning of the almanac, you know, like they're just like these underlying assumptions and cultural norms. And then there's the whole glossary in the back, which I actually love reading, geeky, geeky. I wrote the thing and I love it because I've always loved glossaries. I read my own now. And I'm like, oh, the norms, the, like, what is it? The so cute. I mean, I don't know, it still makes me happy. Is that okay to say something that I wrote is cute? The glossary of terms, assumptions, and norms, cultural norms, and assumptions of life within dream fruit are here defined, clarified, and gently expounded upon, collected from ancestors, guides, and friends, here we are animating these principles in Dreamfruit's landscape of transformation, but just to really get that we can use the language of the ecological self, and we can use the language of Gaia, and bearing witness, and business as usual, and what is our context, and what is an ally, and what is animism, and just, and what's the spirit of the world and the world tree, and on and on like this and yeah yeah and the feeling that we each have of recognition right like something lights up in us something resonant and this is the same thing that happens when we feel a tree recognize us when we walk past it past it on the trail right something becomes like more available we we quicken we we become more enlivened by being seen and having that shared shared ground yeah Hmm.
0: (laughs) Loving all that. <laughs> uh,
1: mm. <laughs> so you
0: said you have like 20 left only?
1: I do. I have the, the what I'm realizing now is these are the limited print editions, um, and there are 20 um, in my uh, office, room, closet, space. <laughs> closet that became an office is what I'm trying to say. Uh, Yeah, I have 20 copies that I had set aside originally and not made available because I thought I was going to need them for some other things, but it's clear to me now that they just need to be sent out to folks. And then the other thing that is possible for people is to download just a month, um, Mm-hmm. Just go to my website at $6 and just get the, the one month, um, and it will include some of these underlying assumptions that we talked about. You won't get the whole glossary and all the pages and bells and whistles, but you can mm-hmm. at least just try it out. And then the other thing is I'm making a print-on-demand version. Um, it'll be a paperback. It's scaled down quite a lot. Um,
0: In size, you mean?
1: Like- it's, uh, it's a similar size. The dimensions are a little bit different. But we had to take out some of the pages and resequence mm-hmm. a few things just to make it work because it's not going to be spiral bound and it's not going to be this beautiful heavy duty paper and i mean i really did i am a serious planner geek and so i really did think through a lot of things with the printed edition um but the print on demand is is still it's nice to have the whole month kind of or i mean the whole year kind of bound together like it's a perfect bound not spiral and blah 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 but i'm just looking for all the ways to make it easy for folks to to enter the, the dream with me. Nice.
0: And so just one more like um factoid about how it's laid out with the because it's a moon calendar, each so the the like days, the numbered days of the month that are laid out are in these kind of four sections based on the phase of the moon. There's like four Mm. moon weeks, but they're um you know it's new moon to half moon and half moon to full moon and full moon to half moon and half half moon moon to new moon just so people know and going in and aren't surprised
1: (laughs) right it's not the calendar months it's the actual new moons Uh, that you're seeing on each calendar spread. And that actually makes me want to mention that I did make a series of videos that give a full guided tour through the book. And all the, and I really did, I got very granular. I went into like the, this exact thing, like what does the lunar planner look like and what are some nice ways to use it? Um, These two pages that exist in each month, what happens in every monthly section, you know, what repeats, how to, how to engage it. Um, so the videos were actually really satisfying for me to make. And I, I would, anybody who actually wants to know more could take that video tour on my website and get a pretty good feel for it. And we do talk about, or I do talk about the, the columns. And I love that because then it's like, you know, the, the, I like how you were saying these are sort of like moon weeks Which vary in length, right? Sometimes it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven days. Sometimes it's eight, depending. Just because we're we're wobbly, we're in an like this is not platonic solids. These are living spheres that are interacting. But but just that you know those first several days before the first quarter moon, um, that's when we are beginning. Right, and so the the columns are organized like that. The second one, as we're moving toward the full moon, is when we're nourishing, what what is growing. And you know, then that third column is the when the moon is full, but down and it's waning down to first to the third quarter again. Well, that's when we're gathering. And then that final column is like the first quarter down into or the third quarter down into the waning to dark, the disseminating moon is when we're releasing. So. Just to, yeah, so it's organized that way so that you can kind of plan. I mean, if you wanted, if, in the realm of planning, you might as well plan with that.
0: Yeah, really, it really helps to cue in for planning, actually, because it makes a difference if you're, if you're initiating something. It really does help to do it in the, the waxing phase. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it can help with gardening or cutting your hair or <laughs> <Totally>. <laughs> launching <laughs> projects or whatever, you know, like it's all in there. And then you have the you have the ingresses, planetary ingresses, and then retrogrades. And that's basically it for um, astro tidbits, right?
1: Right. I did the station days and the ingresses and then the signs for the new and full moon. And then I used the key icon. I, I really, uh, you know, I, I, I grew up with an astrologer. I didn't grow up with her, but my mom is an astrologer. Um, and so many of my dear close friends um, are astrologers. And so I'm really aware of how the language of astrology can become abstract and uh, complex because it is, it's this amazing system. And I, I really wanted to create something that had room for anybody to dive in. Uh, So it's not an um, aspectarian it's, but it is useful in that way. Like you can see the basics. And then I put these little icons in, for certain dates that, and I, and it's, it's, it's this kind of little secret, it's this little hidden key that's on the calendar, huh, what happens on, what day is that, let's see, looking ahead, July 15th, there's a key, I don't know, I have to look that up, but, um, but the folks who want to look it up are gonna look it up, because they are, you know, and so this was my kind of, it was a bit of a dilemma, Uh you know, deciding what to include and what not to include, but, um letting ourselves be our own laboratory for some of those key dates it's not such a terrible thing
0: no i mean that's the best approach i find you you know so the key dates are just like you might want to pay attention that day is that kind of the game
1: yeah yeah (laughs) they're little hot spots little hot spots of mystery like oh jupiter's can jump pluto (laughs) (laughs) right there's Um, a little key on that one
0: nice okay so just so people know that's how that's lined up. that's how okay, it goes so yeah how can people um find, get a dream fruit almanac or find out more about you and your work or
1: oh come to my website please I used to love having Space a physical studio where people would come and play games together and do things in real time and space and now I have Elizabeth Russell dot space and that is my website address yay i didn't have to use dot com i could use that space that's a new thing um so elizabethrussell.space and just come come to my website i i really i i really do have this what is it my Venus in the fourth house or something um Anyway, I want people to come. (laughs) Please visit. Stop by. Two S's and two L's in Russell. Oh, thank you. Elizabeth Russell. Elizabeth with a Z. Russell, two S's and two L's. Dot space. And my blog is kind of the thing. And you can get like, you know, all kinds of fun little tidbits of like there are excerpts from the cafe, from the New Moon Cafe that I usually post like two to three minute videos from that. Um, And then just whatever I'm writing on the blog and then um, the video tour is there and then all of the range of dream fruit offerings. And then whenever there are classes or events, which eh, might be kind of different landscape going forward, who knows, we'll ever be able to gather together um, in physical space. I'm sure we will. Yeah. But anyway, ElizabethRussell.space. Okay, there. Thanks yeah. for asking.
0: And and the videos that you mentioned, I I think they're very pleasant to view. You said you had fun making them, but they're also just, they're like soothing and lovely. And there's like you have like analog <laughs> items <in> the, <laughs> on the screenshot. They're just so great. So um, for anyone who loves like
1: what would you call it like analog futurism nice (laughs) i love that yeah and the light yeah there's something i feel that too when we found a way to do the lighting in in such a way it's just so creamy and and yeah it is very i still feel very soothed watching those
0: yeah yeah so there's plenty of ways to like find out more about what dream food's like on at elizabeth russell that space and you can like you said there's little snippets from the meetings so people can kind of get a sense of what that's really like um Yes, and I hope people come and get your last 20 Come and get them. And then we'll move then you'll move to the print on demand. But and then the decks, right? Are those available?
1: I have one deck remaining. Oh. And uh yeah, and I'm I'm just I'm just kind of I'm I've got my eye on it, I'm watching it, I look at it, I wonder whose it is. <laughs> Someone listening, that could be your deck.
0: <laughs> it's like a wreath so sweet and then and just to mention uh, in future years there are gonna be more decks and they'll all be able to integrate together and like work as an ongoing collective
1: yeah I'm really excited about that I think that's going to be really fun to have the yeah to have them add up together 2020 2021 2022 and, and they'll keep working because of the circles of time so exactly
0: Awesome.
1: okay well thanks I'm so, so much elizabeth This is the- oh thank you it was <laughs> so fun to be here
0: with you and that was my talk with elizabeth i hope you enjoyed it and again if you are interested in getting an almanac they were there is a short sale right now i heard <laughs> over at elizabethrussell.space Russell has two S's and two L's and Elizabeth with a Z. So if you're interested in the Dream Fruit Almanac for the rest of this year, which uh, I would recommend, it will be a good a good um, kind of touchstone or anchor point for this year, which has a little more interesting astrology to bring us. So I think it would be great to have a, a cozy corner for you to go to to... <laughs> keep yourself um, sort of with yourself, I, th- I suppose. So that's it for now. Again, you can go to beautiful-astrology.com to find out more about me and find more episodes and sign up for the email list. And you can always go to patreon.com forward slash podcast in order to support the show, which I appreciate immensely. Thank you so much. And until next time... Too